you're listening to the Bearded Theologians podcast, hosted by Zach Bechtold and Matt Franks. If you'd like to learn more about the Bearded Theologians, you can go online at beardedtheologians.com, where we have past podcasts, blogs, and a couple items for sale. So check us out, beardedtheologians.com. Thank you for listening, and enjoy this week's show. You're listening to the Bearded Theologians podcast, hosted by Matt Franks and Zach Bechtold. So this week on the Beardcast, um, we were looking at the lectionary like we always do um, to find a, a nugget of truth or a nugget of something to talk about for 12 to 15 minutes. And um, we were reading through John 14, and and John 14, 14 just struck with me because this is, this is a verse that gets used so much out of context. The whole chapter of 14 that's in the lectionary, 1 through 14, is a great read. Um, if you're preaching on that this week, you know, there's... Um, enough research. I mean, it's one of those kind of what I call slow jam, easy to preach. If you need something to preach on this Sunday, this would be one to use. But verse 14 gets taken so much out of context. And I think in the season of um, pandemic that we're in, the season of, of um, quarantine that we're in, I think this is a good verse to talk about today. And so Zach, as you think about John 14, 14, um, what are some things that pop up to you or come to mind to you as we dive into this today? Of course. Well, always for the listener, I'll read it. Uh, John 14, 14, when you ask me for anything in my name, I will do it. And, and, and like Matt said, that <laughs> this is one of those verses throughout the New Testament, uh, throughout scripture, frankly, that just, it gets quoted and, and misused and it almost becomes this good luck charm of, well, I'll just, I'll ask God for this and I'll get it and and my life will be better and everything will be okay and that's it, it's for a lot of for a lot of ways it's a it's a stepping stone or a step into the pool of prosperity gospel and that's not what Jesus is talking about here Jesus is not this vending machine of blessings that we put our prayer in and say we want this Jesus and here it comes um what what Jesus is saying here is so much less about things and stuff that we want and need and and more about healing and guidance and uh, just being in embodying this thoughtful prayer of here's who we are in all of our humanness and Jesus saying ask from that place in your soul and you will see me um you will see my love and grace and uh, I'm, I'm like you, Matt, I hear this sometimes and I'm like, Oh, I wish there were, I wish we would surround it in the other 13 verses of this part and even beyond. Uh, cause if you go into 15, it's a whole kind of new, uh, it transitions, but it says, if you love me, you will keep my commandments and, and on and on and on. And up in, in the first 13 verses, it's this conversation between, between Thomas and Jesus and Philip and, I am the way, the truth, and the life. You know, there's so much packed into here. And yet we focus on this little bit. When you ask me for anything in my name, I will do it. And I, I, we fall into the trap sometimes of, of our own human. That's to say, this is my chance to ask for all of the things I ever wanted. And Jesus to just give it to me. And that's just not how it works. That's not how our prayer life works. That's, that's, not, how, that's not how God works, frankly. Um, and it creates this, uh, this relationship between us and, and Jesus that is just 
completely unrealistic and and it's really one-sided and we're going to ask Jesus for a bunch of stuff and when we don't get it we're going to walk away so like I I mean 100% agree with you on this and like I've been around I know I know you have too that's one of the the interesting things about being where we're from and in this bible belt that we're from is that that is so prominent in our culture um in our culture not the culture but in our culture and I'll never forget one of the most hurtful things ever said in the, in the season that we were in with my mother was mm. if you just pray for her to get better, she's going to get better. Yeah. I'm so glad that was said to my sister and not me. Right. Cause I think if it would have been said to me, I would have unloaded on her and, and, and had, um, come back at her so hard, not, um in a healthy way <laughs> i mean i would at least i would hope i would right um but my sister was so broken by that because we knew like we saw the tumor like we knew that this was not going to end well for my mother right but we knew that there was a new beginning like we knew that i mean we we knew the process like we knew what was going to happen and i know this person was trying to do their best and it was like that bless your heart kind of mm-hmm. mentality mm-hmm. It, it's said and well-meaning right yeah but- and, and and, and, you know, I respect that, mm-hmm. but I have to be honest with you when, you know, would I love for my mother to have been healed? Heck yes. Like, I don't, I don't, but I wanted, you know, I, I definitely lean into the Lord's prayer more so even more so now of mm-hmm. that, um, that this is, you know, this is God's narrative and we're a part of it and allow how that to play out, to play out. Um, and to, you know, um, yeah, she got cancer and had Alzheimer's and it sucked. Um, but the time that we got with her, um, was mm-hmm. beautiful. Um, mm-hmm. and, and I wouldn't trade that, you know, those, those last three months for anything. Um, right. but I think when we, we have to be cautious with this verse, because if in my name, you ask me for anything, I will do it. God's not going to give you a million dollars, right? It's not going to work. Trust me, I've tried. <laughs> I've been trying since I left seminary so I can get out of debt and all the other mm-hmm, things. Mm-hmm. But what we can do is pray. Right. And we can, you know, say, hey, God, I'm struggling now. Um, just be here. I mean, and, and, you know, you look at the book of Psalms and that's a lot of the Psalms deal with that sort of prayer. Um, right. And I, I don't think we cannot go to God in prayer. But right. understand that, like, your big ask may not be the thing that you really need. Mm-hmm. but God still like still go to God with those prayers please do like you know so so Richard Foster uh in his book on prayer his his introductory to that book is just we as people try <laughs> prayer is prayers is conversation with God right and we as people often fall into uh the trap of saying of, of, of inviting God into our kitchen to have a conversation and how how arrogant that is as people right because god's already there god's not waiting for an invitation from us god's waiting for us to show up uh where god is for that prayer and and that was so impactful for me to unlearn uh all of the things that i grew up learning about prayer and say oh no it's this it's this embodiment of we're not inviting god in god's waiting for us and I'm in the midst of a, of a sermon series now on prayer of embodying 
praying through what makes us human, whether it's our longing or our fear, praying in our rest, right? Or in wonderment. Um, and how do we embody prayer that's, that goes deeper than the surface level of, of, I need these things right now, but here's who I am. Here's where I'm struggling. Here's where I have joy and pray those things. Uh, and see where we meet God in those moments, see uh, where that love and grace just begins to embody out in this world. And I, when I hear, uh, I'm like you, this, this verse has been hurtful and harmful in my lives and, and used in, in poor ways to teach about prayer and, um, and things like that. And so how do we embody this? It's more than just the things that we want on the surface level that we pray for, but embodying that grief of a dying family member, right? Embodying the celebration of what it means, the joys in our life, uh, and embodying those moments of, God, I just need to rest. And how do I do that right now? Well, and I think that that's where the beginning of the verse, chapter, mm -hmm. you know, verse one, comes into play. Don't let your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. And I think that that's so powerful. Um, you know, that's a line that we use at funerals. Uh, this is this is one of those, this is a text that is used in funerals. Um, and I've seen it used. I mean, I've even used it. But I love that line. Don't let your hearts be troubled. Believe in God and believe also in me. And so I think you could, like, if I were preaching this, I would, I would almost do it the way that we've done it. I would flip it and then sandwich it and end it with this. Um, because I think that's a healthy way of, of saying, yeah, believe and, and trust and pray. Mm -hmm. um, but also understand that in your prayers, you may not get everything that you want and be okay. And just be okay. Like, you know, like I said, just be okay with it. Cause sometimes like we have to continue to pray and it may be praying through a difficult time. I mean, I, I've, I've, I can't tell you the number of times I've prayed with people through difficult times and we've prayed for this time to be over and we've prayed for this time to be over and over and over. Mm -hmm. And, and we've just had to continue to pray. And then when we made it through the situation, there was a release and, and like, Hey, we prayed through this. Um, and I think that that's powerful, but I think we also still need to be cautious of the, you know, the, um, don't be disappointed if you don't get the million dollars that you're asking for in your prayers. <laughs> if you that. do, please share it with me. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, you know, 10% of a million dollars would look really nice in my bank account right now. Um, Actually, you could solve some. You could solve. You want to relieve some problems here at Tahoe United Methodist Church? Please okay. send us four hundred and fifty thousand dollars so we can get out of debt. Well, and I think that's the point of just anything that we talk about like this. That we want to reframe. We want to reframe some of the harmful things that have been done with Scripture and some of the harmful theologies uh, that have come by well-meaning people, um, and just say, no, no, no. Yeah, this can be harmful. Here's here's how we reframe this conversation in a faithful and beautiful way. And, and in hopefully the way in which Jesus intended it to be uh, in this case, because he said it. And, and if you've uh, believed in that way and you don't feel like that, that's a good belief anymore, just say, Hey, I'm sorry. I thought this way. Yeah. Um, and that I don't think this way anymore because I've been informed by experience and tradition and reason mm -hmm. um, to, to move on in a, in a new healthier way. There's yeah. nothing wrong with it. Like, no, nope. That's, I think, been one of the, the worst harms of the church, not admitting that we've grown. Yeah, <laughs> not admitting that we've changed, right? That that, that can happen. Um, yeah. And so, you know, this week we want to encourage you, you know, I want to encourage you to pray. Um, I know that sounds like that's easier said than done. I know, like, I mean, there's so much into that. 
but don't be afraid to ask for God uh, okay. for the things that are going on in your life. Um, it's, and, and, you know, expect miracles. Um, cause maybe your prayer may get answered. And we'd like to remind you, if you get a million dollars, Zach and I definitely could use some of the help. Um, but we want to encourage you to continue to pray and not be afraid. So uh, on our website at beardedtheologians.com, we've got some great interviews and got some great gear. Um, you know, Mother's Day, graduation, Sunday, uh, commissioning, ordination, all those things. This is like that season of it. Even in the midst of COVID, it's, it's looking different. But you can still buy people those kind of gifts um, you know, we'd encourage you to go on our Zazzle site and, and pick up some really cool bearded theologians gear. Um, and, you know, just encourage you to check us out. We want to, uh, you know, please rate us on wherever you listen to the podcast that, cause that helps get us more listens. Um, and so we thank you for you. So for the bearded theologians, I'm Matt Franks. I'm Zach Bechtold. Thanks for checking us out. Thank you for listening to the Bearded Theologians podcast. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share on all social media outlets. You can check out old episodes and more information at beardedtheologians.com. Thanks for checking us out.